1: because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze Americano!
3: Huh? Oh! Gene, run!
1: Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
4: Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott Benjamin, auto editor, HowStuffWorks.com. That's you. That's me. I'm Ben. Ben. And here we are again asking questions about cars, hopefully answering a few. Uh, I hope so.
2: We're going to give it a shot.
4: Let's give it a shot. You know what? Let's give it a shot right now. Have you ever fishtailed?
2: You know, many times.
4: Yeah. What's yeah. the uh, on purpose or accidentally? Uh, both. Have what's what's one of the craziest car moves you've ever done?
2: <laughs> That's an unexpected question. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah.
4: No. You complete the fifth, man. I don't no, want to um, incriminate you. The,
2: I, I guess you know. For a while, boy, this is totally irresponsible of me to say this. For a while, I had, I've had a couple of rear-wheel drive cars. Uh huh. Um, several. I've had. Um, I've had a Trans Am. I've had. A, I had an old, Celica GT that was rear wheel drive, huh, a, okay. A tenth anniversary Celica GT, 1981. It was really cool. Um, I also had an all wheel drive Audi Quattro, and every one of the, now remember I had all those vehicles in the snow in Michigan. Okay. And of course rain and you mm-hmm. know, dirt roads, whatever. Every one of them, I think, made a trip out into the uh, the farm country. You know, out in northern Michigan, and, you know, gravel roads, dirt mm-hmm. roads, and after a few attempts at some of the twisty-turny roads, you know, get a little bit more bold and maybe push it a little bit more and a little bit more, and, yeah, I think uh, I had a little fun with it out there in the, uh, like out in the country. it, was, it on purpose, of course. Sure. Um, but there's also been a few accidental times, and you know, if you know what to do, it's easy enough to get out of a, a spin or right. a, a slide, as long but as you don't panic. How about you?
4: Oh man, similar situations. I'll be, I'll be careful because I don't want to, I don't want to be a bad example or anything. But you know, <laughs> when you're young and a, as young males, sometimes we we have a deserved reputation. Uh, for being a little bit too much of a daredevil with vehicles, so I've done some of the some of the same things in farm country and fields, dirt roads and stuff. Um, I have actually uh, been in two car chases not not with police. Okay, <laughs> not with police. You, you may
2: just made my eyebrows go right yeah. up. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. You know, okay.
4: Yeah. No. 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 I'm I am on the good side of the law. Okay. And uh, there was there are no police officers chasing me dukes of hazard style yeah um but so i've i've seen a my fair share not to toot my own horn of uh <laughs> of accidental and intentional car maneuvers but one thing i've never done and i wanted to see if you you've heard this or done this i've never drifted a car mm. have you
2: i have not uh, only because um <laughs> well i don't I should say only because. I guess I just have not. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to. I'd really like only to. I think, I think it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The only because part is... Okay, here we're getting back into this again. All but, right, let's go. But um, I, that Trans Am that I had... Oh, man. It was very powerful, and I had a lot of fun on it with on dry pavement, mm-hmm. parking lots, donuts, you know, that type yeah. of thing. And um, it was stupid. It was a bad idea, you know, looking back, but... Um, that's what we're talking about when we talk about drifting is, is dry pavement. But the difference between what I was doing and what these guys are doing, drifting is all about car control. Right. And these are professionals. So uh, that's, that's important to, to note here is that, you know, you have your fun, you know, in, in your car, you know, doing whatever you mm-hmm. want to do that's your own business. But um, these guys, professional drifters who do it the right way, do it at tracks that are, you know, you know, intention you know they're they're meant for that they're they're sanctioned for that, that that's that is uh, that's perfectly okay and of course it's it's very entertaining to watch Drifting is awesome
4: sure yeah we should of course we can't reiterate enough the drifters that we are talking about have really done their research they've done their homework on the optimal and safest times to do these because for them it is more about control
2: well sure yeah they're they're else. they're at an event specifically for drifting right now that's not to say that people don't drift where they shouldn't um and you know we could talk about that in a moment because sure we, we talk about the history of it if you want to uh where I, drifting kind of came from if you want that's you
4: know what i would love to right after we say what drifting is for anybody who oh,
2: doesn't know yeah yeah, yeah yeah no problem drifting is um if you may have seen this on television because it's really popular right now and even in commercials whatever mm. if you're not really someone who's following the series you might have seen it the cars look like they're completely out of control, but they're not. Um, they're, they're sliding around turns, billowing smoke out of the back end or all four tires sometimes. But, uh, the vehicle maintains control, stays on the course. Sometimes there's just one vehicle. Sometimes there's two vehicles. They are, they're taking the vehicle from one turn into the next in a continuous slide. The wheels never stop spinning. Um, it's, it's high adrenaline, a lot of fun, ton of, you know, smoke from the tires. Just, it's,
4: it's really exciting. Let me throw in one one phrase here as well. Yeah, incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah good good point. So, it what's is, the history of this? Yeah, well, okay, yeah. um, this is from the Formula D website. Um, I'm not Formula D. Formula D. Formula Drift. Uh, D for drift. D for drift, and that's been around for just a couple of years, really. Um, it's it, actually this is 2009 is the sixth season for Formula D, Formula D, um, and really. Even though the drifting's only been in the U.S. for about ten years, that's a just you know ballpark about ten mm-hmm. years is when it's kind of reached our shores. I guess it's been in Japan for about fifteen years now. Uh, that's where this originated, or that's where the that Formula D says it originated. Oh, cool. Um, unfortunately, you know, people were doing this on the street, and also they had you know events that you know were were strictly for drifting. So you know, it was, it was safe. It was you know mm-hmm. on tracks where it should be. Um, but it's it's. Different than anything else you've ever seen, really. If, you, if you're not familiar with drifting, you'd be maybe a little bit puzzled by it because it's not a race, and you would think that it would be a race because it's mm-hmm. you know it's all about fast cars and and you know it looks really cool, It looks really fast, it looks really exciting, but it's not who crosses the line first like every other race is. This is all about style. Um, I guess the execution of, of precision moves and how uh, the driver flows from one turn to the next—it's—it's really—it's—it's it's judged almost. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is judged, and that's how they determine the winner. So it's—it's okay. it's unique in that in that fashion. And you're talking about extremely high power cars. I mean, uh, high power, lightweight, rear wheel drive cars. So um, you know, I guess if you had the right setup, you could have a car that has as little as you know. 250 or 200 horsepower uh-huh. but it goes all the way up to you know 600 horsepower 800 horsepower you know whatever wow. but it gets really high and you know the uh the more horsepower you have the more power you have available to the rear wheels the more torque the, the the better off you are for for this type of drifting you could do more maneuvers and we'll talk about those in a moment
4: yeah well before we get to maneuvers what mm-hmm. what do people need to drift they need those rear wheels, right?
2: Well, you have to have a rear wheel drive car now. Okay. Usually, yep. not always. All right. Yeah. See, caught me.
1: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people
5: to on purpose with jay shetty on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts trust me you won't want to miss this one
6: every week on talk easy with sam fragoso i invite an artist writer or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways i imagine you haven't heard from them before some of my favorites are with tom hanks margaret atwood Questlove, kate blanchett and oscar isaac If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or O'Rourke, the next, an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safty, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts. I hope to see you there. I, Not always. You can drift a front-wheel drive car. But you're very, very limited. The only thing you can do with a front-wheel drive car is a parking brake maneuver, which we'll talk about in a moment. But Oh, um, gosh. No, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because the, the idea is that you bring the rear end of the vehicle around and kind of guides you through the turn.
0: Uh-huh.
2: On a front-wheel drive vehicle, it's just not possible. I'm not going to say it's entirely impossible because, you know... It's possible to slide the back end out mm. on a on a front wheel drive car. However, the maneuvers that we're talking about and the control that you're talking about, you need to use the the emergency brake to swing the back end around and then steer into the next turn. So, with a front wheel drive vehicle, you're limited to these parking brake, par, sorry, parking brake maneuvers, and um, you're just you just have a lot more function, I guess, with a rear wheel drive car, especially a high horsepower rear wheel drive car.
4: Especially if you're talking about. Turn after turn.
2: Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's that's not only that's not the only thing you need. You don't just need a, a rear wheel drive car and you can just go out and do this. It has to be has to be light in the back end. So, you know, it's, it's almost like a pickup truck is light. You know, it's okay. It's, um if you ever tried to drive a, a pickup truck in the snow or mm-hmm. even in the rain and the wet, you realize that the rear, rear tires just don't Adhere all that much because there's not much weight back there compared pickup to the front. Pickup trucks are
4: front heavy. That's
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're very front heavy, and you know if they're four wheel drive, that's fine. The front mm-hmm. wheels take care of it. But if it's a rear wheel drive only pickup truck, and you try to drive in the snow, you'll quickly see why people carry sand and you know yeah, yeah. rocks and wood or whatever they want to do in the back so that you know the weight is there. Um, anyways, you need a light light vehicle in the back end. Um, you also need an extremely tight suspension. Um, it, Overinflated tires, rear tires. That helps mm-hmm. so that you lessen the grip of the tires on the road. You're able to spin them easier. Um, lots of horsepower that we already talked about, and this is the most important part. What's that? Driver skill and practice.
4: Oh, I should have seen that. You one have to hey,
2: driver. I tell you, it looks like they're out of control. I keep saying this, but mm-hmm. it really does look like they're out of control. But couldn't be any further from the truth. They're 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 so in control. That they're fooling you into thinking that, that you know, that's the way it is. It's, it really are masters of what they do. They really are because if you if you you can unintentionally slide a car, that's pretty easy to do. To intentionally slide a car and make it do exactly what you want it to do, that's that's really difficult. That's uh, that's along the lines of precision driving, which really is what this is. Which is what?
4: Yeah. Now I'm just going to say for everybody's benefit, yours, mine, the listeners, Jerry and the legal team. If we're, it sounds like we're about to talk about some uh, some drifting techniques, which I would find fascinating, maybe, but I, we have to put in the disclaimer, don't try to drift in a parking lot and get pulled over and say that Scott and Ben told you it was
2: cool. Yeah. That doesn't hold up in court, man. Correct. Correct. And you know what? I'm not even going to go so far as to tell people how to. Okay. Because it's it's extreme like I said it's extremely Very complicated it really is yeah. I mean it sounds so simple I you would think that you'd be able to go out to your car right now in the parking structure and do this you can't not do it I, I bet I would bet that it would be difficult for a number of reasons one that your you know, your car's not set up for it maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't have enough horsepower to do what you want it to do um, I don't know if it's rear wheel drive or not I don't remember the yeah, the other thing is that it requires a lot of fancy footwork and you wouldn't think so but there's you have to you have to do something called uh, heel and toe shifting, which in itself is complex. Um, it doesn't sound complex, but it is. And th- between that and what you have to do with your hands, your feet, mm-hmm. just the way you're thinking, the way you're looking ahead, the you know the, the way that you respond to the vehicle, and it responds to you. It, there's there's so much to this, Ben. It, it it boggles you. If you if you watch a how to video, if you go online, there's plenty of these available. Oh yes. Um, how to drift you'll see some experts talking you through what they do in each turn and all these different maneuvers and I tell you it gets pretty difficult to even follow along I mean if Mm -hmm. you really to to comprehend what they're doing is pretty difficult
4: and it's very quick as well yeah it's
2: quick and you know they're doing all kinds of different things they've got they're, they're I mean, again, from our article here, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there are clutch-based techniques, which um, we've got a few here. There's one called the clutch kick drift, the shift lock drift. Um, they've all got names for these things, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're braking maneuvers, you know, the brake, brake-based techniques. Uh, there's the emergency brake drift that we talked about, um, just a, a standard braking drift, which uses the service brakes, the regular brakes. Um, there's a long slide drift. There are also... Other techniques that are called power over drift, which these are the kind where you need a lot of horsepower. You know mm. where the, the rear wheel spinning is what really kicks the vehicle around. Um, the faint drift, the jump drift, dynamic drift, the swaying drift—it it goes on and on. There's more than that even. Wow. Um, but the the list, there's a lot of different techniques, and everybody has their own favorite way to do this. Or you know, maybe uh, maybe they're going for a certain type of maneuver to get through a certain turn because that's what works best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's a, there's an awful lot to this and. There's no way that I could even tell you how to do one of these maneuvers and make it come across well over the airwaves. You would have to see it or feel it or you know just experience it in order to know what's Speak going on. Speak with
4: someone who does this. Yeah. So what? Okay. Well, then let's play a little bit of a hypothetical game. Let's say that. Let's let's see who's who's one of our our foolhardy podcast partners. Let's see. Do you want to be the hypothetical driver you want me to? Oh, how about you? No, 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 no. I like your idea. (laughs) Okay. So let's say that you want to drift your vehicle. Let's say that you already know some people who are in Formula D Mm -hmm. uh, and that they go to a sanctioned place where they can do these type of competitions Mm -hmm. and they like you, you're their buddy, you've been studying this, you've been using their car for a while and you're ready to go drifting in your own vehicle. What makes a good
2: drifter? Well, um, we had we had the list of what you know what you need to drift, and that's right. a that's a pretty pretty good rundown of what you need: the rear wheel drive, the lightweight, and the mm-hmm. rear end, a lot of horsepower. There are a lot of vehicles that um, you see a lot of in the Formula D circuit. Um, okay, I mean you see a lot of um, Japanese rear wheel drive vehicles: the the Mazda RX-7, the Mazda RX-8. Um, you see a lot of. Nissan 350Zs. Hmm. Um, you okay. even see some there, there's some more unconventional vehicles, too, that you would see in drifting. Like um, you may see a Corvette in really? Formula D. Um, Mustangs are another popular one. They're, they're high-horsepower, remote-drive vehicles. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But you'll also see things like the Saturn Sky, the Pontiac Solstice. And, of course, these vehicles have been tweaked and and tuned yeah so these are not factory oh no no okay. these are now rear wheel drive of course and lightweight and you know everything that they need to be but um you know these are the 500 horsepower versions of this you know they take it to a, a tuner and mm-hmm. the engine is worth more than the vehicle was initially so um a lot of a lot of variety and some people you know you'd be surprised but there are some cars that are you know from like 1985 1986 really? because just because they're just such a great vehicle, and these are professional drivers that are, you know, still using these cars from 1985 because, uh, in fact, the Toyota AE86 Corolla is a popular one. The, the um, Corolla, yeah, the Corolla, yeah. Wow, the, the 1987 Toyota Corolla—that's another one that's on on the circuit. Um, and just popular choices because it's just a great car to drift. Huh? It just has just has that combination that, that feels right to that driver.
1: And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
6: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart conversations where people actually start to sound like people in recent weeks i sat with dan levy ava duvernay benny safty and the editor of the new yorker david remnick you can listen to talk easy with sam fragoso on the iheart radio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
5: podcasts i
6: hope to see you there
3: smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
5: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: Okay, alright, but aside from the specifications, I, I'm surprised here. You, you've intrigued me, Scott. I did not think a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Yeah, especially uh, an '86 or '87 one would be yeah. one of the pro choices here. I thought they would all be expensive, newer models. Now, uh, let me ask you this: What's the craziest thing that can be drifted?
2: The craziest thing that can, you know, what? There's a there's, there's someone on YouTube right now that's doing something called Will It Drift, and I think it, I had it. It's, it's called Autocar.co.uk, something like uh-huh. that. But anyways, go to YouTube, search Will It Drift. This guy drifts a few different things. There's, you know, crazy view. Now he'll he'll try to drift something like a Lamborghini, which is harder than I get, I guess, than it than it looks. Uh-huh. Um, he'll try to drift a, a London taxi cab. He'll try to drift. I think there was a hearse even. Wow. Um, yeah, a Ben's hearse is what what I think he tried to do to drift. Anyways, it's it's pretty funny. It's it's uh, it's entertaining, and worth watching just for a couple minutes. Man.
4: Uh, okay. I guess
2: you could. I guess you could really drift just about anything if if you had the guts to uh, to slide it sideways through the turn. You could. Mm. You could try it. I don't know, man. I
4: really like my Monte Carlo. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to try to drift it.
2: Probably a good idea not to. I would say, mm. don't do it unless you know. And it, that's the other thing is that you know if you're if you're tempted to try this,
4: mm.
2: just don't do it. Go to go to some place <laughs> where they go to some place where. That's what that's what they're trying to teach you how to do, or sure. you're with other professionals that already do this, and they can give mm-hmm. you tips and advice. And you know, it's a place where they're. This is the most important a place where there's safety personnel around because even the professionals find themselves on the roof occasionally, um, mm-hmm. or they tear the back end off of their car when they're sliding around something, or um, or the front end of their car off. You know, they there are accidents that happen even with professionals on on tracks that are designed for this. So if you're trying it at a parking lot with you know street poles around and curbs and mm-hmm. um, it's a bad idea. You might end up you know flipping over or something like that, or, or even worse. Oh
4: oh oh man! You know what? We can't end the podcast because we will get fe- we will get some feedback if we don't say this uh, for our listeners who perhaps don't know what drifting looks like. You know, if you, if you guys are furiously googling this, um, feel free to check out uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drifting. The Tokyo Drift, I believe, which is all about this move. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you are our listeners who are sitting there going, I can't believe they're not mentioning Fast and Furious 3, there you go, man. That one's for you. <laughs> hey, I've got
2: something to add to this because. What's that? Um, check out the blog because I blogged about a Jim Connor practice driver, Jim Connor driver, I should say, doing his practice moves or maneuvers. His name is Ken Block. And this is one of those, you know, viral videos, I guess, that, you know, 20 million hits in the first couple weeks that it's been out there. It's unbelievable. Ken Block Gymkhana Practice. You know, Google that. Yeah. Find the, find the video that goes along with it on YouTube. Uh-huh. It's about four and a half minutes, the first one. And there's a second version of that, which is, um, I think it's called Ken Block. To the infomercial or something like that, because they're, you know it's for DC Shoes and they're mm-hmm. selling their their product. But I got to tell you, don't don't let that bother you. The infomercial part, mm-hmm. watch it anyways. It's unbelievable. You you will be blown away by this. Listen to the audio along with it, mm-hmm. and it's a it's an adrenaline rush just watching this guy do what he does. And the first one, the, the original one, Ken Block Jim Jim practice. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anything like this, and the guy. I mean, he's drifting the whole time, but. It's a form of... He uses it for rally racing. Gymkhana is a a very detailed... You know, uh, the course is very specific. It's very... You have to be extremely good at car control in order to get get the people to do exactly what you want. It's very limited space... Um, you'll understand when you see it, but yeah. just check it out. It's, it's awesome. I tell you, it's my new favorite video.
4: Sounds good. It's a it's a video recommendation yes. from an expert there. To our listeners out there, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. If you'd like to learn more about drifting, please check out our article on the website. And if you have any suggestions or feedback, please send us an email at highspeedstuff at com.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at
3: HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog now on the HowStuffWorks homepage.